Bordy. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Big Travel Podcast. I'm Lisa Francesca Nand. Apologies for not having given you a new guest for a few weeks. I've been incredibly busy with the other side of my job, which is reporting on travel and uh, in the news. I am a travel journalist and I do report on travel in the news. And well, it's been a crazy couple of days, actually. So I just thought I'd give you an update about what's happening with the current travel situation situation here in the UK. I know some listeners aren't in the UK, the majority are, um, but we have listeners in about 166 countries around the world, which is nice. Um, So hello to you all, and um, I hope this will be relevant to you as well. It will be a very short episode, but just giving you the the general update and the feel of what's going on. Um, So the government announced that they're adding Malta to the travel, the green list, and they're also adding Madeira, the Balearic Islands. and several UK overseas territories and Caribbean islands, including Barbados, to the green list and the green watch list. Israel and Jerusalem have been added to the green watch list as well. So the watch list is a new thing. It's something they talked about before and said that they might implement, but they didn't do three weeks ago. And it basically means it's a green flashing zone. So it might turn amber at any point. So the only destination uh, that's now on the just green list, the new destination, is Malta. Um, The rest presumably can change at any time. But I do believe that will become no surprise to people. Um, For people, for example, who flew to Portugal three weeks ago, thinking it was going to be okay, and then because it was on the green list, and then suddenly it changed amber. So I think we're all in with the knowledge at the moment that actually um, green doesn't mean it's always going to be green. But they're trying to implement this green watch list so we can see what's kind of green and what's a bit iffy. So it means that you can, from the 30th of June, go on holiday to the Balearic Islands, to Ibiza, to Mallorca, to Menorca, beautiful places, to Malta and other countries and not have to quarantine on return. The amber list means you have to quarantine for 10 days and the green list means you don't, although you still do have to do a PCR test, although not as many as you have to do with the amber list. And the red list, just to update you, you're not going anywhere. And if you are, you're staying for 10 days in a nice hotel outside an airport, um, which uh, it looks, I've looked at people's photos of them, it looks pretty hideous. So that's the update at the moment. What they also said, the uh, Right Honourable Grant Shapps MP, as he is, um, he also said that because because we've had such, such a successful vaccination programme here, they reckon that later in the summer, UK residents who are fully vaccinated will not have to isolate from travelling when travelling back from amber list countries. So this is very frustrating for anyone who wants to travel and also for the travel industry, which is 
dying a death at the moment and incredibly worried. You know, there are hundreds of thousands of jobs at stake, not just in aviation and in travel, but in all the industries and businesses that trickle down from that. Those who need to travel for work, everyone down to like the taxi drivers near the airports, the sandwich shop people, the news agents, all these people are struggling. If you're going to central London at the moment and indeed Brighton here where I live, it's busy on the weekends and in the peak periods. But other times there's, there's a lack of tourists. You know, we forget that we actually need people into this country as well, you know, as well as people going elsewhere. We do really need people and we need to get things moving. So back to the vaccination thing. He said, Grant Schapp said later in the summer. What on earth does that mean? I mean, seriously, what on earth does that mean? So the next review is due in three weeks time. I'm hoping we're going to get some information before that, if not from that date. Now, you might be asking me, should you book a holiday? And I really think that depends on your own personal circumstances. I have booked to go to Spain. I only have to book flights because I'm staying with my family over there and I will be going there for a month for the whole of August. I'm not going to worry about what happens when we get back because anything could change by then and if I have to I will isolate for 10 days because I'm going for a month so it feels worth it to me. But not many people can take the the chance of isolation like that. You know we've got jobs to do, we've got kids to get to school, we've got time to book off work. It's, It's very very difficult for a lot of people to travel and I am hearing anecdotally certainly that a lot of people are saying well you know what I'm not even going to try and go go abroad this year however I am also hearing from a lot of people that do want to go people there's no shame in wanting a holiday it's been a very tough 16 months is it now for many people and there's a lot of holiday shaming going on people saying well you actually shouldn't be going on holiday in the middle of a global pandemic but one we have the rates very much under control at the moment. I know that the Delta variant is is rising in the UK. I'm not a scientist, but I do know that we're testing a lot more than other countries who have lower rates. So it's not really comparable. The vaccination is going amazingly. We've got comparatively few hospitalizations and deaths at the moment, sad as every single one of them are. It's, It's really, really low at the moment. So there's no shame in wanting a holiday. People who are going on holiday are key workers, are nurses and doctors and people that have lost people to COVID or people that have got long COVID. They're just ordinary, everyday people. But also, it's not just about a holiday, is it? People travel for so much more these days, so much more. Me, personally, being separated from my friends and family in Spain, people separating from their grandchildren, kids, lovers, friends, family, all sorts of people going through these really human, difficult human times by being separated from people. And businesses, of course, like I said, business travellers, sports people, um, getting things moving is a real priority. I'm aware we need to do it safely but we need to do it because we cannot continue like this covid is going to be with us for a long time we're going to have to learn to live with it i'm no anti-lockdown person i'm no absolutely no anti-lockdown i believe that we've done a great job all of us but now is the time to save people's holidays people's mental mental health people's last days with friends and families people's weddings people's businesses people's livelihoods we absolutely need to get things moving a lot of people are also asking me why are certain countries still on the amber list, like the USA, which is really doing well with vaccine rates and, and more, and Germany, which is pretty low, Spain, they're all lower than here in the UK. And I think it's very, very frustrating. And one of the things the travel industry is calling for is more clarity about the data. The data that we can see, and I do look at it, shows that, for example, um, this is a few days ago, but Spain had a rate, a coronavirus rate, rate of 50 in every 100,000. And ours was double that. 
So what happens next, you might be asking me? Well, the previous travel updates took place on the 3rd of June and the 24th of June, and they're meant to be taking place every three weeks. So that means the next one will be on Thursday, the 15th of July. As with this one, we might get some leaked information beforehand. Leaked information doesn't always seem to be correct. I have no idea who's actually leaking it, but it doesn't always seem to be correct. But this time it it did look like it, it is correct. So that's the next update and let's see what happens then i can be contacted if you have any questions i'm on tv and radio all the time you might see me um, talking about what's going on and trying to make sense of it you can contact me the best way is find me on twitter i'm at lfnand or at big travel pod i'm also on instagram at lisa francesca underscore nand and at the big the big travel podcast so let's get our fingers keep our fingers crossed for some sort of positive travel move i hope that the um the changes that have happened this week are enough to save summer for many people and um including the businesses not just for our holidays but um we shall see thank you so much for being loyal listeners of the big travel podcast by the way i have some incredible um guests lined up i know i've been a bit slack recently but i do have a hollywood star to interview in the next few weeks so she will be my next guest and I hope you enjoyed uh, my little update and found it useful and I will speak to you very soon. Hi my name is Kay Adams and to be honest I'm not so good with the aging process so I enlisted my old chum the filter-free Cara McKenzie to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest she's not much help but she is rather amusing And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.